2: hey guys this is erica ramirez senior editor at billboard and with me i have a new co-host Will sims hello oh and i have gold link as my guest the ever elusive gold link hello i read that you got like your whole mentality of kind of the god complex of your project through an ex-girlfriend
1: her f- her father her father yeah
2: what did he like share with you
1: he's a philosopher so he he was saying that uh you know, people have the natural, I think, uh, I don't know, something natural about them where they want to look up to other people. It's just like, oh, I want to be the next Malcolm X. Or I want to be the next Kanye. I want to be the next next. But instead he was like, maybe if everybody should look past that and should be whatever they believe in. If you believe in God or if you believe in a Buddha, maybe you should sh- like strive to be that like, of a God status because that's the only thing that's perfect. And as humans, we can't be perfect, but we should try to shoot to be you know perfect so sure, that's where it came from
2: you got that as a conf- as a concept for the project yeah but is that also the concept behind you kind of being a little bit elusive yeah for sure so a little bit about your upbringing though cuz you're from the DMV but how was your upbringing like
1: i mean it was not great, how was it not great? um it was you know it's just you know, I grew up, like, kind of, like, in the hood, so it's, like, I wouldn't say poverty-stricken, but it was rough, you know what I'm saying? So it's, you know, you think different, you have to um, go at things different, you have to carry yourself a certain way in order for people to, you know, I guess, take you seriously or leave you alone. So, I mean, it was just rough, and i just seen a lot growing up, so I had to grow up quick with my environment, so I kind of, I don't know. That's, like, what I am today.
2: You were also raised with just... Your mom, right? Your mom solely raised you? Pretty much, yeah. Sims, tell me about your upbringing.
0: My upbringing, um, I grew up with uh, two sisters, two brothers. I'm the youngest in my family. Mm -hmm. Um, I grew up with just my mom, basically raised me and my siblings. Um, My mom's also now a foster carer. Mm -hmm. So she obviously looks after kids and now I'm the oldest. When they reach a certain age... They move on and leave and yeah. get their own place. Um, that was yeah. That's pretty much my upbringing. I went to all girls school um, from Highbury, North London. Um, yeah. How was it being in all girls school? What did you study? Um, in school, just the usual. Right, like, like the liberal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm um, now I'm in university and I'm studying a music technology specialist. So you're in school now.
2: Yeah. How
0: wait? How are you going to school <laughs> and? doing all this music I don't even know (laughs) honestly (laughs) I I don't know how I'm doing it but I've always kind of liked the idea of being able to do so well in music and still be able to say I've got a degree Mm -hmm. just um just for me and to to show other people that it is possible um I don't I don't know the way my music career is moving right now I honestly don't know if I'm going to be able to accomplish that but I'm going to try my hardest and go as f- far as I possibly can right. in, in with school and um, see where it takes me how much longer do you need two years mm. so this year and next year
2: how is that helping you out like what you're learning during school well like my, course is,
0: my course is a specialist course so it's um, very scientific it's a lot of physics actually it's a lot to do with like um, measuring sound waves and acoustics mm. and a lot of math um, but I mean, it's interesting and it's uh, it's it's good for me to, I suppose, learn different, um, learn more about music as a whole as opposed to just the performing right inside, more about what goes on behind the scenes, how to wire up things, how to engineer. Mm-hmm. My last projects was all um, mixed and recorded by myself. I taught myself how to do that and now I've moved on to go to university just to try and better my skills in that. Just because I feel like I want to be... Uh, very hands-on when it comes to my music and yeah. I've had a lot of um, setbacks and especially uh, where I'm from and being a female rapper in the very mm-hmm. Um it's hard for people to uh, listen to you because you're automatically put in one box and yeah. you're just meant to stay there yeah. so um, I figured by trying to break out of that and going to school and learning different things hopefully I can be of some inspiration, in the of course, and I can open more doors for people.
2: So you put female rapper in quotation air quotation. Yeah. Mark. Does that label annoy you?
0: It annoys me very much because I feel like regardless of what I want to do or what I want to achieve in life, mm-hmm. I feel like that's always going to be like just hanging over my head. Regardless of the fact that somewhere in life I want to be an entrepreneur, a uh, humanitarian, I want to be very involved in helping the world, I'm just going to be a female rapper. Right. And it's like I don't... I'm trying to break that mold for, for myself and for the next, you know, generation to to want to do what I'm doing or more. And I feel like it's bigger than me. Well, so what were you doing after high school? Is
1: that um, when you got into rap? Not not immediately. You know what I'm saying? I was uh, just trying to figure stuff out. And, uh, you know, trying to figure stuff out. And then I decided to rap after.
2: So when, when was that moment where you're like, okay, I'm going to look into, I'm going to do this?
1: I was, like, 19, mm-hmm. and I didn't really have much else to do. So I was like, you know, I'll just do it and see what happens. But if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it, and I did it. You know what I'm saying? So right. that's really what, like, where, like, it started from.
2: Yeah. I read on in your interview with Lauren for Complex that your manager was just like, oh, you know, He's here and there, and he needs to be a little bit, like, serious about this because you got talent. Did you—were you serious about it at first, or were you just like, I'm good at this, I'm going to try this out?
1: Like? Uh, I wasn't serious, like, for a while. Because wow. it was just—I don't know, it was just something to do. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like a time thing. It was just something to do. It kind of helped me stay out of trouble. And uh, and then I guess, as you know, as you keep doing more and you start to see the reaction when you put out songs or— you're actually good at it and you're better than everybody else. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Then you start to realize, oh, maybe I can have a future in this. And then you can start seeing, like, you know, I started seeing opportunities for myself that was kind of past rap. Mm-hmm. And I can just use, not even rap, but music, you know what I'm saying, to reach other endeavors. So that's when I started taking it, like, more seriously.
2: What are those opportunities that you?
1: Literally anything I want to do, like, no matter what. I mean, because, like, you know, music is, I don't know, to me it's, um, I think artists are, you know, iconic now like we're Mm. like we're like superheroes so especially when you reach a certain level like you can do anything you want to do and I want to do a lot so I was like maybe I should take this really seriously and be as great as I possibly can in this so I can be great in other things yeah yeah
2: so you mentioned that you're one of the best Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like it's just it's a weird thing to see people kind of take a negative note on
1: yeah I mean it doesn't matter if it's negative or not it's cool Mm -hmm. if it's negative to me I think it's great it feel like? Because it's like You know It's like for example It's like If they take it in a negative thing That means it hit them In a wrong way oh, okay. mm-hmm. Great You know what I'm saying You say it in a positive way I don't really see if it I, I don't like seeing it Saying it as a positive thing To be honest Because mm-hmm. it doesn't really Bother anybody
2: So you want it to get Under someone's skin Absolutely. So then it could get But is so it because you know. It gets someone's attention
1: Yeah and it pisses okay. you off
2: So mm-hmm. it makes them That's only going to
0: make them React and be mm-hmm. better Provoking mm-hmm. Yeah
1: Makes you pay for attention sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: What were you going to say, Sam? I was just going to say, I feel like that term's um, often misconstrued and people all of a sudden uh, kind of... How can I put it? They... uh, I'm I'm trying to find the words. It's like when for me to say I'm the best, automatically it becomes like a competition thing. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I'm not competing with you. This is generally how I feel. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm the best at what I do in my craft. So I feel that's the yeah and
1: okay. i don't, I don't, same I don't see it as competition yeah i don't I don't see it as a competition. I just yeah. think it's negative. if it's a competition for somebody else, good for them, but not for me, I don't really care. Mm-hmm. nothing's really a competition to me, you know, yeah, I think uh if you're great at something, it's great, and that's obvious. People will just let people will tell you, mm-hmm. you know, but regardless when I say I'm the best at something, I don't really care how you feel about it, if that makes any sense, yeah, you know
2: going off the of is myself. it hard to have tunnel vision with every like with so much music out and so many artists out? no. How do you stay kind of having your tunnel vision and creating you your working, own music?
1: And you you take everything with a grain of salt. You hear it, and you're like, cool. You're like, cool. That's nice. Congratulations. <laughs> cool. Yeah. But you mm-hmm. see your end goal, and you keep going for that until that happens. Nothing else really matters. That's not going to, like, well, personally, it doesn't stir me from what I see. You yeah. Know, so not at all.
0: What about you, Sims? Everything he said. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, definitely. I think... It's just to have a level head is I think the most important thing I feel like especially where I am and where I'm sure you are in your career people expect you when they meet you to be a certain way or or you know say a particular thing to them and they forget you're human like now when I used to watch when I used to watch interviews and celebrities used to talk about this stuff not that I'm celebrity but I'm saying it, I feel like my career is heading in that direction and mm-hmm. now you understand kind of get a understanding of how they feel Mm -hmm. and i think it's a shame that uh it's not a people that understand it but i feel like that's the way the game goes what do you mean as far as people as far as like the audiences and people outside of the industry yeah just especially old friends i've come to notice that yeah for sure yeah that they really don't get it no No. you feel like they say the worst things out of others that's weird that like you're old um i don't know for me like you said everything's taken as a pinch of salt you hear it and it's like cool if that's how you feel that's how you feel i'm Mm -hmm. not trying to explain myself to you or do you know what i'm saying i feel like the people that know me know me and that's what's really important i suppose yeah were you going to say something about the old friend
1: thing? I mean, just the old friend thing is just like, you know, I think I think a misconception, like the same, pretty much everything she said, mm-hmm. but I think a big misconception from old friends are <clears throat> they swear up and down that you changed mm-hmm. when actually their perception of you actually changed. Mm-hmm. So the thing about it is kind of the way that they approach you is in like, oh, what's up, D? Yeah, it's more for of, real. Yo, I've seen you on Double XL. Oh I've seen you in. oh, Andre the Dalen came to your show. Oh, mm-hmm. man, how was that? And then, you know, you know, and if you don't want to talk about it, you kind of looks like a dick, mm-hmm. you know, like <laughs> certain things like that. It's like mm-hmm. their whole perception the of you changes. And then if you don't do what they tell you to do, then you're an asshole. Like mm-hmm. certain things like that, literally, like, it's the perception of that. And then that kind of reflects back on, man, he changed, man. You mm-hmm. think he's so Hollywood.
2: Yeah. And then it starts just getting awkward with those mm-hmm. yeah. people.
1: Mm-hmm. It's better to not even talk to not them. So talk know that. Exactly. Yeah. They kind of like push themselves out of your life.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So, what were some of the things that you guys grew up kind of listening to
0: while you were, not even, like, even before you were recording music, like, things that you grew up on? For me, um, definitely a lot of, like, Missy mm-hmm. and Buster. I was very into, because I used to dance, and I just remember Missy always having, like, kid dancers and me just wanting to be in her videos <laughs> and that. I was heavily inspired by not not just the music, but a lot of the visuals. Mm. When you look at a, uh, Missy and Busta visual, it's so like almost electrifying. Like it t- just brings you into another world, and you almost don't want to listen to the song without watching the video. You know, oh Missy's um, videos. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, that's kind of what I was very into, and as I got older, I started listening to more Lauryn Hill and a lot of neo soul. Angie Stone, India mm. Irie and just started get, getting a more better understanding of music and especially um, my culture, I feel like. Yeah. Reggae, Afro beats, for sure. Yeah. What about you?
1: Oh, man, I listened to uh, everything I possibly can. Yeah. Um, you know, growing up, while I was growing up, go-go music was big. So right. I listened to go-go music my whole life. Every cookout, every street event, football games, whatever. So go-go was big. And then... Uh, it was an era when DC went through like listening to Lil Wayne every day. So I went through that. But then after that, I guess as I grew older, I started um, expanding. And then I went to private school for a little bit when I was in middle school. Mm-hmm. And then I started going to school with like white kids. And like this is the first time I did every you know, like been to school with kids who didn't look like you. Mm-hmm. And then I listened to everything that they listened to. And then that kind of opened me up. And then as I got older, I started listening to more music that appealed to whatever I was going through in that, like, you know, in life, like right. falling in love. Or, heartbreaks you know so yeah. that went from legit like you know cameron to kelly clarkson like i don't know I that listened was to the white everything. kids were listening to kelly clarkson, kelly clarkson was hot i listened to her <laughs> yeah, you know, she, she was tight
2: yeah no, i think that i like when artists that are in that genre of like rap listen to non-rap music mm-hmm. like i feel like sometimes you can't i couldn't imagine just listening to straight rap when you are rapping mm-hmm. yourself
1: i don't listen to rap no more it's too much rap it's too much
0: rap. It almost stunts your growth. It does. Does yeah. it really? Yeah, <laughs> <for> sure. <laughs> How does it just like stunt your growth? I mean, it's. I feel like it. it well, for me, anyway, mm. it doesn't. I'm not really inspired by rap music anymore. Yeah. Like I used to be. Yeah. But now, growing up, it's other things because I, I just feel like everyone's just chatting shit now. Like every. <laughs> and, like, it's just. It just doesn't mean anything anymore. Right. And I just. Mm. That's not that doesn't appeal to me I mean Mm. I guess it for maybe that's because we're musicians and the way we listen to music are different but for your average listener it's just something that's easy on the ears you can hear it in the club it's cool to vibes to but for me personally it's like music is a universal language you know and it's about feeling and that's what uh, I don't really get from that music I mean it's cool to turn up to if you're like Mm -hmm. (laughs) drinking or whatever but yeah to zone out to nah not for me Mm -hmm. yeah what were you gonna say about that? I just
2: totally mm-hmm. agree with her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's also like oversaturation though? There's just yeah. so
1: much.
0: Everyone's a rapper. Every-
1: yeah. Even the singers are rappers yeah, now. It's not. Yes. Chris Brown rap.
0: <laughs> yes. Are you guys gonna start singing now?
1: Um. <laughs> I'm gonna start singing folk music.
0: <laughs>
2: some Kelly Clarkson and some Mudford and Sons
1: and. Yeah, mm-hmm. some Fleet Foxes and stuff.
2: <laughs> but yeah, I feel that is very much a trend. Like the rappers singing. And mm-hmm. the singer is rapping.
0: I mean, if you're good at it, cool. But yeah, for sure. But it's like, if it, if you're just doing it because it's a trend and it's yeah. like everyone's doing it now, it's just like just leave it alone, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Sure.
2: How do you guys feel about like putting so much music out? Like, do you guys take that into consideration when you're releasing music? Do you like to put a lot out? Because I know you guys, especially you, you have a lot of projects mm-hmm. that you've been working on and that you have out. So, kind of, what's your like? Are you moderate with that, or how do you take that on?
0: Um, I just feel like if it's good, it's going to get out anyway. Yeah. Um, That's just genuinely how I feel, and if I feel like... I mean, I'm unsigned, so I kind of had the freedom to do whatever I want, to put music out how I want, where I want. Mm-hmm. Um, And that's, that's a blessing for me, you know, to always be able to give people what they want when they want it. Um, And so I've put out, like... <laughs> three projects this year
2: this year yeah i was gonna yeah. be like you put out more than three <laughs> projects in total because oh yeah okay
0: um and that's because i wanted to it's yeah. not there's no pressure of, uh you got to follow up with this or yeah you know it's just literally because i wanted it yeah for sure you don't
2: have s- you don't have so much out there no but that's also because of your take as far as Mean, Being I that think, much out there.
1: I think it's the oversaturation thing yeah. personally. I don't like oversaturation and shit. You know, it's more like I like um I think it's um I think it's beauty behind rarity. I yep. think it's um people value you more. You know, if you kind of space things out. I dropped like one project, mm-hmm. twenty six minutes, and then before that I dropped six songs. That was it. So probably what maximum I can't count thirteen songs. you have an airbnb your home might be worth more than you think find out how much at airbnb.com slash host (laughs) that much came out in a span of a year and a half right and uh everything like and the thing is i do that because i want to drop like i'll drop a song once this right. month won't drop one for another two months and so people can actually live with it and then uh, I try to make sure that song or whatever that project whatever it is grows as far as it can so stretch that out as far as it can and then as soon as people get done with it you drop something new mm-hmm. so I kind of like stretching things out for relevancy purposes yeah. I think if you drop quality over quantity then you'll be okay
2: do you guys take that into consideration when you're thinking of like label signings because I'm assuming you guys already had like talks or all that with labels, and I think that some artists get a little nervous when signing with labels because you have some sort of now you got to put this out at a certain time. But I guess it depends on the label also. But what are your guys' thoughts on like going major and just or staying independent?
1: You know, I think it's more of I think you should build things as much as you can. Mm-hmm. But everybody needs help at some some point, right. depending on what you want out of a career. Right. So I don't think it's a bad thing. It just depends on what you want.
2: Yeah. What about you, Sims?
0: Absolutely, I agree. Um, yeah, you definitely have to know what you want. Um, I've had talks with a lot of labels, and for me, I've f- I feel like my vision is my baby, you know. And mm-hmm. when people don't get it, it's almost offensive. <laughs> like, you don't get what I'm trying to do here, and it's yeah. just like. And so for me, I'm just I'm chilling. I'm not in no particular rush to sign. I feel like um, me and my manager, we're we're p- totally fine on our own right now. Mm-hmm. Again, if it feels right, and eventually maybe one day it will happen. But right now, I'm chilling, and I've actually started my own label called Age One Hundred One. So, um, yeah, I'm just taking. Things so that slow. goes with
2: your, your your series, right?
0: Uh, yeah, the drops. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: You're and you're dropping the third
0: one this yeah. month. Uh, no, probably not this one. Oh,
2: wait, it's almost done. Yeah, for sure. How How did that concept come about? Like, you <laughs> having a, your own label or your own
0: um, collective? Again, because I wanted to You wanted to make the decisions yeah, and all that. Sure. Like, I know every artist secretly <laughs> dreams of having that, you know, owning something <laughs> like a label one day, <laughs> where most <laughs> now or in the future, I felt like I wanted it now, and so I, I went for it. Mm. Um, and it's actually opened a lot of doors for me.
2: So what is that vision? Like, what is your guys' vision that the you kind of want to achieve? It's
0: bigger than me. That's yeah. what I keep trying to um, reinforce when I go into label meetings. Like, it's it's really not about me. I'm just trying to be a part of something that can seriously change lives. And it's not... People say all the time It's not for money It's not for this It's not for that And it's not about that for me It's just Everything I do Is for my family Is for people in the world That need inspiration That need hope That need something To look forward to And All the labels That I've been in Anyway Haven't seemed to Get that And especially because Again I'm a female rapper And Hmm. That hasn't been done before So it's like What makes you think First of all, just to be blunt I'm black, I'm British And I rap, that just puts me in a box automatically mm-hmm. What makes you think That you have the power To, to, to do that Like chill Is mm-hmm. the, the kind of reaction I've been getting And that's like, it's hurtful And it, it's offensive for real mm-hmm. Like if trying to tell you you can't do what you want to do And it's like With that mentality for me It's just like, cool, I don't I don't understand you don't how you
2: get, tell
0: someone that you can't do that like, I can't imagine telling someone, like, no, you're not. It's not you it's can't It's as that. blunt as that, but they kind of tell me without telling me. It's like, yeah, it's not like, oh, uh, you, you you can't right. do that. It's like, out of a the question. They probably suggest, suggest something else. Yeah, or exactly. When I've made it very clear what I'm trying to do, and it's like, no, maybe you should, uh, I don't know, stop wearing hats. It's a bit tomboyish and, uh, you know, maybe don't wear so much layers and shit. It's like oh. makes me mad. I got what you're trying to do here. I get what you're trying to do here. And that note, yeah,
2: yeah. What's your What's your vision? Like, what do you see, or what do you want?
1: I want uh, everything. Nah, more so, I want, <laughs> I want. You know, I want a Porsche. I want a boat.
2: Is that gonna be on your list when you go in and walk in? Yeah,
1: for real. Not playing. <laughs> uh, Porsche and a boat. Um, you know, I want I want to go <laughs> toilet, and also I want to be able to be a black nigga doing cool shit in white people world. That's it. That's all I rap for. I you feel like I you.
2: Saying? That last part is already happening. No.
1: Exactly. Yeah. So I'm already taking over the white man world right now.
2: <laughs> so I'm gonna just
1: keep on doing cool shit for you know in white people world. I'm to, you know.
2: Well, we you mentioned kind of also being a part of something bigger and inspiring others. What? what people or certain situations kind of made you feel that way?
0: Was that just how you were raised? Um, Yeah. I I feel like I'm a deep thinker. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like, especially because my mum's a foster carer Mm -hmm. and I meet so many kids have came in and out of my house and they come, they understand not one word of English. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Six months later, they're fluent. Like, I get to see kids... Um, that are not from where I'm from growing, how they treat people and how they live and what they've been through. And that in itself is yeah. so much inspiration for me. Like, I ask my manager, he'll tell me things that you should be excited about. This person called, this person wants to have a meeting. And I'm like, cool, sounds great. And then the one time a kid will come into my house and share their story, I'm on the phone to him. Like, yo, I j- like, I'm super excited. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it's just... I don't know, man. I think, especially, yeah, my mom being a foster carer has opened my eyes to so much. Seriously.
2: You guys haven't worked with big artists. Is it because you kind of want st- to keep the projects that you're putting out introductory? Uh, like, you don't really, you haven't worked with big artists. Yeah. You also work with, like, the same producers, also. Right. right. Why is that?
1: I mean, because it's almost something. I think it's all. Uh, keeping the sound right you know it's just a sound a certain thing that they have you know a certain sound that they have that we're building mm-hmm. that's only just going to get more fine to them and then it's our own sound so it's almost like just stick to the script nothing this machine ain't broke don't fix it just keep it, you know rolling with it and just make it stronger
2: do you want to explore other sounds though i am okay
1: a lot a lot more sounds but i think that the the ones that i'm working with can do it of course i'm you know i'm mm-hmm. open to work with anybody mm-hmm. because everybody you know just people's just minds just think different. If you put everybody's mind into one thing, it can mean can make some big wild shit. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I always keep open, but you know, I like I'm loyal. I like sticking to the Yeah. to the thing whatever that is.
0: What about you? Sims? Yeah, same. It's important. I feel like you, you know, you start something with a, a group of people, you complete it with them. Mm-hmm. Of course, you can you open your we're both solo artists we're open to do our thing and work with whomever we want to work with but i feel like especially when it's more about making bodies of work mm-hmm. that sound cohesive and like you need you need kind of need to do it with the people that you started like with, a core you know, group. of course yeah um
2: yeah y'all know you could ask each other questions if you want right
0: oh, oh. turn up yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean turn. you can if you yeah. want to Hmm. <laughs> why gold link
1: because it was the most pimp out name i could think of <laughs> of all time okay and uh you know if i was a pimp and i was born in the 60s mm-hmm. what would i be doing three things i'd be doing i'd be pimping doing cocaine and being fly and that fits. And when you think of Golding, that's the three things you think about: a cocaine fly ass pimp.
0: <laughs>
1: so that's where the name came from. In
2: your cool. afterlife, that's exactly what you.
1: I think that was my past life.
2: Yeah.
1: I think when I was born, I was born in the sixties. I got killed in like a shootout. Now we like born <laughs> into a rapper.
2: You want to just keep that going? There. Yeah. So. Cool. Let's see, do you have anything for Sims? So
1: bad at questions. Um. Do you like? Do you like the United States more than UK or do you like
0: Ah, uh, <laughs> you can't ask me that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay. Um I love the UK and I like the States. Okay. That's a very good answer. That's a great answer. I mean it's her home, right? Like yeah, for sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes sense. That'd be crazy if she was just like, fuck the <laughs> <guys, laughs> like, really <laughs> like the <shade>. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm getting no. so much shit when I get home. Like right. she sold out, see? I told you she's <laughs> fucking with Gold Ling. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> 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 mm-hmm. have you guys <laughs> worked together
2: out. before? No. I
0: mean, no. No.
1: But he not. brought me out in his show in London Yeah,
2: really? That was wild, yeah.
1: That was great. That was sick. That was tight.
2: Yeah. Definitely. How is how is the UK crowd for you?
1: It was amazing.
2: Like, how is it different than the crowds here?
1: They're more, um, they're more open, you know, the faithful, and they study. They you,
0: you have a lot more fans in London than you know. I I heard. Like I've
1: heard. Just like, say so you know. Every time I I'll talk to somebody overseas, <laughs> they're like, "Yo, so you the, the only thing." Just go over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know.
2: Well, how are your crowds? I mean, clearly your UK crowds are greater because <laughs> you're from there what kind of how are they a little bit different uh
0: what in the uk Mm to over here mm um hmm. in the uk i feel like the shows i've done more recently people are more familiar with who i am so they kind of um know what to expect if you know i mean when i come over to the states again i'm just in that box uh new talent from london
2: when does the new talent label go away when is the new rapper, the new artist, the rising artist? Personally,
1: I think it's when you solidify yourself in the game. Mm-hmm. So it's like when they know that you ain't going nowhere, all that new talent shit is out the window. That's yeah. just me. For you it. know what I'm saying? So it's like like for example, you got like I do I do it now. You got one hit and like, oh you got two, I'm like, uh, cool. <laughs> 3 like, oh then if you hear man's project and or anybody's project mm-hmm. then you'll be like, Okay. Mm. I still, I'm still not convinced. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's mm. more of like you have mm. to. It has to be consistent. Yeah, and you sure. show sure you ain't going nowhere. Like Drake was consistent. Off right. gate just kept going. Mm. And now look where he is. Kendrick is the same way. Mm-hmm. Yay. Well, you know, I think to me, I judge it off of bodies of work. But I think it's more yeah. when you solidify yourself.
2: Sure. So you guys are very good with keeping your core, your core group around you. But what about like other artists? Like, is there artists that you actually? Do you go crazy for bigger artists? No. You do not get excited for one for a big artist. No. If I saw Jimi me?
0: Hendrix alive,
2: alive. Yeah, live, <laughs> live, live no, at look, show.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: What do you mean excited? Like get like like, so like work with or like
2: people that you look to and you're like God, they're like that's one hell of an artist. Like that.
1: I mean, like give nigga props. I give nigga yes. props all day. But like excited, okay. like oh shit! No, nah, I never <laughs> yeah. over any human yeah. being. But um, I mean, it's people are tight. Yeah. like Yay is tight. Right. Why Yay is tight? The only reason I think Yay is tight is because Yay got in a car accident, and almost died. His jaw was wired shut. Absolutely yes. To now having the, like one of the most important babies on the planet <laughs> above the prince It's crazy to me. That's why he's <laughs> so tight. You know, what <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> the only reason. I'm like, damn, then, like, this nigga did that.
0: it. Yeah, like right. a
1: black man premiered, bound to, on the Ellen DeGeneres show. Right. It's tight. That's the only reason I think right. it's tight. It's not like, oh, oh, and pass out <laughs> and shit. Like, <laughs> I never, no yeah, nigga. I think mean, that would also be a little weird if yeah, no it was nah. like that. Yeah.
2: What about you? Is there any artist that you kind of look at that way?
0: Um, Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah, like I'm a huge Jimmy Hendrix fan. Just because as a musician, like I, t- he's too much. No, I can't even do it. I <laughs> can't even do it.
1: <laughs> what do you do besides music? Like, what else do you like to do?
0: Like, hobbies? Like, yeah. Hmm. Hobbies. What do I do? What do I do? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a life. I mm, Substances. um
1: Huh? <laughs> oh,
0: uh, <laughs> and in the summer, I actually like to roller skate. Okay. Roller skate, yeah, it's pretty fun. And I drive, I cycle, actually, yeah. Okay. What about you? Hobbies.
1: What are I- your hobbies? Man, yo, I, sh- my nigga, I'm a fucking yeah. I play FIFA. I play. I play, <laughs> I play, I play <laughs> a really lot play, of Xbox. Yeah. I play a lot of games. I'm a weirdo, and then. I like shopping. Wait, have you
0: played The Last of Us? No. Oh, okay.
1: I only play, like, sports game and Pokemon. Like, nothing else. Like, it's just that, too. Like, I'm weird. (laughs) And then I like to shop. Like, I like females because they like to shop. So I love to shop. Like, I love shopping and reading about technology. That's my hobbies and shit. I want to go on boats and then, like, do ATVs and, like, get in trouble, too. (laughs) <laughs> Other than that, is about it.
2: Usually, we talk about like things that are going on now and music that's going on now. But what are you guys listening to right now? Like, what's is it, whether it be new or not new?
1: Um.
0: Look at my friend.
1: Yeah. I'm into. I'm into a lot. Like I'm um. I'm just into a lot now. Like I'm honestly starting starting to listen to folk music. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got introduced to country music.
2: How's that?
1: It's nice. It's really nice. You know, good vibes.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, I'm I'm trying to dip into classical music um, um, and African music and uh, dance hall and reggae. So, like, I'm trying to expand. Like, I'm listening to things I would never listen to before, which is kind of helping me expand my mind more. Yeah. You know, that's really what I'm into now.
2: What kind of folk... And country acts are you listening to?
1: Yo, I literally just started, like, I found, like, a legit 20 new people two days ago. <laughs> I can't even tell you their names. <laughs> um, but, you know, it started with Fleet Foxes, I'll say.
2: Okay.
1: And, uh, you know, washed out. It's not really folk. Mm-hmm. You know, but, you know, certain things of that nature.
0: Mm-hmm. What about you, Sims? Um, a lot of electronic. I've been, I've had like Jamie Moon's album on repeat for like Mm -hmm. the longest time and James Blake's album as well. Um, subtract. Um, I'm starting to do my research more and more about the rap scene in like the south. So, like, I'm doing Mm -hmm. my research on Free Six, um, David Banner. So, is that stuff that you really didn't listen to when you were growing up? Um, not really. I wasn't really introduced to it. I mean, I heard songs like on attending and stuff, but mm-hmm. I didn't like go and do my research and listen to that type of music. But I don't know. At the time, I wasn't really into it, I, right. s- I suppose. But uh, as you grow older, you yeah kind of catch up on what you've missed. What
2: made you kind of start looking into that? It's
0: too because soft-rap. I didn't. I wasn't fucking with the rap that was current now. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to listen to stuff when it was like feel real i guess yeah so three six yeah it's just like that i just think vibe and just especially now that this whole trap wave has come Mm -hmm. it's like everything that has to have been originated from somewhere Mm -hmm. so you always go and trace back and you just connect the dots really and it's like okay i appreciate you guys coming through for sure no worries (laughs)